Hello, my name is Rick Napier, the president at Real People USA LLC, located in between Sacramento and San Francisco, California. And uh, we have some breaking news, or at least a breaking comment. What we like to refer to, and we're going to title this podcast episode, Ruben Young, Republican Congressional Candidate District 25, running against Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and his primary opponent is the real estate agent and the nurse, Carla Spalding. But the ultimate title of this episode is the case of unintended consequences. And so we're going to let Ruben just share briefly, just for about two or three minutes, what he has done to, to keep his, his, his fight alive, to be the congressperson for District 25, which is South Broward. We're talking about Dania Beach, Hollywood, Pembroke Crimes, uh, Miramar, Weston, Davie, Cooper City, and uh, yeah, and, and, and Hollywood, I think I mentioned that. So without further delay, let's bring on Ruben Young so he can talk about what he has done in the last you know couple of weeks since the August 23rd uh, primary. It hasn't even been a month yet, but then he will. Then we will talk about the unintended consequences. So, hello, Ruben. How you doing on this September twenty first? Hey, Rick. How you doing? It's always good to be on your program. I, I want, this is a Ruben Young uh, coming to you live uh, just to give you guys an update. So, Rick, as uh, as I indicated, I have now filed a election contest. I have been challenging the race in September the 7th. Uh, of course, you have not heard the news pick it up, or you have not heard the major channels pick it up most of the, most of the time when you challenge an election. The elections come to us, the elections come to us, uh, a streaking halt until the issues of uh, challenge is resolved. But I see now they are moving forward with the election as if no one filed. There was a number of candidates throughout the state. Within the last uh, few weeks, Melissa Morris, Darlene Schwartz, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a whole host of other candidates, including myself, challenging what the uh, Democratic Party's supervisor of election did with the mailing out the wrong ballots. And so that mailing out the wrong ballots, Rick, in my challenge, impacted the entire election. It may have been a spillover that now will probably seep in the governor's election if we don't put a, a, a get ahead of this, if we don't get in front of this and, bring, and stop this bull from running. But just recently, I filed uh, I filed a, a contest in circuit court in Broward County. Um, I sent all the summons uh, to a Carlos Spalding, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, Joe Scott, who's the supervisor of the election, and I, I sent it to the chairman of the uh, Kansas Board, which is Governor Ron DeSantis. And uh, these are people that the statute one hundred two point one six eight they make them uh, uh, indispensable. A party defendant, so I had no other choice but to follow the law and to do what the statute said to do. But I just recently had questions. I brought some strong suspects to Carlos Spalding in eligibility. I have asked the state to uh, take a look at her citizenship, uh, to qualify her citizenship, because you know our constitution says in order to run for uh, elected office, especially run for Congress, you must qualify and you must be a citizen of the United States. I reached out to Ms. Pauline about a year ago, and I asked her to provide me with those documents that show that she is a citizen since I came across information saying that she was uh, born in Jamaica. 
And that has that's not a, a bias of mine. It's, 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 except that the law says that in order for you to run for a congressional seat or run for a seat of this of this high caliber, you must be a citizen. So that's all I was trying to do as American First candidate. As American First candidate, Rick, I don't get a chance to decide which laws I'm going to listen to and which laws I'm not going to listen to. And I tried to make that a non-issue, but since it, it's been over a year and I have not had the opportunity of receiving those documents, I just reached out to uh, the Department of uh, Defense. I reached out to uh, I, uh, ICE. I reached out to the Department of Homeland Security. I, I did a Freedom of Information uh, Freedom of Information Act. I, I, I invoked that, asking for their assistance to obtain these documents. Since Ms. Spalding, uh, Ms. Carla Spalding had refused to give me those documents, uh, but I just did that for the sake of making sure that if she goes into that position, uh, she's not uh, corrupt by any foreign influences, or she's not, uh, you know. Uh, corrupt with any other agenda other than the American agenda, the American first agenda, putting the people first agenda. Those are the things that I want. That's why I continue to fight because I believe wholeheartedly that I did not lose the election. I believe that uh, you have uh, Republican candidates working with Democratic candidates to keep them in these seats, uh, raising a lot of money outside the state so they can scare the, the committed Republicans out of the race and hopefully they can give that back make a win for the Democrats. I don't play those games. I'm true to this. I'm, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I'm not in it uh, for the B cause. I'm in it for the cause of the people that's in it for the B cause. They're in it uh, because they have to get paid. It's not about that with me. It's about working hard for the people. But yes, Rick, I did challenge uh, citizenship and I, uh, and I did it with unintended consequences because I was just, uh, seeking to uh, prove that she was a citizen or to show that she's not a citizen. That means if she's not a citizen, she's not eligible to uh, be in the uh, November the 8th uh, general election. And that, that position, that needs to now be some strong consideration. And, and I'm asking the governor, I'm asking the state, uh, secretary of state, and I'm asking those within uh, the enforcement capacities uh, to uh, investigate and to look into whether or not she's a citizen. I gotcha. I gotcha. So now, um, you know how to spell the word if? Oh, yes. I F. Okay. I F. The word if means allegedly, or there's a chance that it's not true, or there's a chance that it is true. But the word if, I F, means that we don't have all the information. And if Miss Spaulding is a citizen, then she has nothing to worry about. In fact, if I were her a year ago, because I remember we talked about this subject a year ago where you emailed me about your concern a year ago, if IF Miss Spaulding was a citizen, I would think that she would just turn the paperwork in or you know give it to you and that thing will be put the rest. In fact, you know, uh, look, let's applaud Miss Spaulding if she is a citizen. And, you know, there's some other concerns that you have with this August 23rd primary. But if Miss Spaulding is a citizen, then that shouldn't be anything for her to, to even worry about. And she could just, you know, take her finger and pluck you away like a fly. 
you know, on a donut. And that's what I'm, that's right. That's what I'm asking court to determine. If she's a citizen, then she, she will no longer be part of the, uh, part of the complaint that I filed challenging the election. It's, it's exactly what you're saying, Rick. So exactly if, what you're saying. So if she is a citizen, and again, I can't imagine why someone would be under this, this scrutiny and, and take this, and take these hits and these accusations if, you know, if, if allegedly she is a citizen, why would you allow someone to continue to talk about something? Put it to rest. Just say, here's my paperwork, Reuben Young. Uh, you're a, 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 co- a competitor in this district, uh, 25 race. Uh, there's my paperwork. We're done with that. Keep moving on with your campaign. May the best man or woman w- win. But the other side of the and equation I'm, is... And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. The other side of the equation, if you are not a citizen, and again, I'm not strong on these election laws and these these campaign uh, finance things and these donation rules, but if, again, if she is not a citizen and she has raised all this money under the premise that she is a citizen, but if she is not a citizen, what, I mean, we talked about this this morning just casually, just casually. And we said, well, you know, you know, not having, not being a citizen, um, you know, from the time the paperwork was turned in, maybe that's a problem, maybe not. But we both said this morning that, Maybe there's a bigger concern if she is not a citizen and she has perhaps, you know, broken some other laws. So tell us about, you don't have to mention the person's name, but tell us about the person that you met with and her mother talked to you to talk to you over the last couple of days and said something that we just talked about four hours earlier. So uh, uh, someone I've, I've become good friends with uh, called me, and they was made reference to the email that I sent out to the Pentagon, sent to the Department of Defense, and sent to the uh, ICE and Department of Homeland Security. And they were just so impressed and so amazed of the, of the way the email was written and structured. That person uh, was in a conversation already with their mother and, and had high uh, admiration so for the fight that I'm carrying because no one has ever done this. And this person mentioned that, uh, Ms. Fawler has been doing this for, since, uh, for, I think four, four elections. She's been at this now from what I read since 2015, 2016. And she's raised millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars from donors. And it, it, it came down where if a person is a citizen, why don't they just prove that they're a citizen? I'm a citizen. I have nothing to hide. I mean, you ask me for my birth certificate, I, I, may, I make sure I provide that. I mean, I may even, uh, if you ask me too many times, I don't have a problem presenting that document because I'm, I'm proud to be in America. I was born in the USA, like the song said. I'm proud to be born one of the best places in the whole wide world. So I'm proud of my American citizenship. But this person said that this could be one of the biggest fraud cases one of the biggest conspiracy cases that we have ever had to deal with uh, in our Republican Party. And I'm a born-again Republican. I eat, drink, and sleep Republican. I'm about 
of doing what the Republican Party stands for, fighting for uh, liberty, fighting for equality, fighting for our freedom, fighting for the Constitution, because we must always maintain that, Rick. And so this person said that this can be probably one of the biggest fraud cases if this person ends up not being assisted. And, you know, often that, Rick, uh, you know, when you hear people believing that because you serve, you're foreign-born, and you serve in our military, that automatically gives you citizenship. That's not true. I did a little research in that. If you were to go and read, go to uh, uh, USCIS and pull up Forms 400, pull up Form 641, or pull up Form uh, 426, somewhere in that line, you, 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 you will agree with me that that's not how our uh, system is set up. If you are in a foreign-born citizen and you serve in our, our military, what that does is give you priority. Uh, where you, instead of being in the back of the line, immigration line, they move you up front, front because you now become a priority because you, you, know, that's, you did serve in our military. And that is giving you the, uh, the recognition and giving you the high honor that you deserve because you laid yourself on the line like so many of other Americans. But that doesn't get, automatically give you citizenship. And a lot of people are under the notion that you automatically get citizenship. And I sought to, to demonstrate and show in the letter that I wrote to the Pentagon, the, the Department of Defense, and ICE, and the Department of Homeland Security, uh, of my understanding of what the, the way the law reads, and hopefully requesting under the Freedom of Information Act a Mrs. Spalding citizenship document will show whether she's a citizen or non-citizen. And if she's a non-citizen, then what that person said to me today uh, would be a real serious concern that we'll have to deal with the aftermath. Uh, and this is what we now have to deal with because you have so many Republican candidates in bed with these Democratic candidates. And we have these uh, uh, partisan supervisors of elections. They know that. So they'll do everything they can against the stronger Republican candidate to make sure that the, that the, the, that the vote is in place to stop uh, the other Republican. So the Democrat candidate, uh, who's it, maybe an incumbent, can win. And so we have to say enough is enough. Uh, we, we, this party, I don't, the Republican Party to me is not a, a Republican Party that can be pushed around. I was bullied as a kid. No one bullies the Republican Party and nobody bullies America. That's right. That's right. And, you know, and sadly, I think a lot of people around the country are starting to have their concerns with the GOP, with the Republican Party. I'm in California. Uh, I have plenty of concerns about what I'm seeing in the Republican Party in California with these grifters, these people, these professional uh, campaigners, these people who run for office just to make money. Then the, the leadership of the, of the California Republican Party, and then there's probably some other concerns. I know people in other states who are running, and they have the same concerns with the Republican Party. So it is not it is not uh, uh, something to say, oh, that could never happen with this with this uh, potential alleged iffy uh, situation with Miss Spaulding, you know, and and I actually if if she is not a citizen, I actually feel sorry for her that she may have been put in a position by someone that would say, hey, you know what, why don't you run? Why don't you run? You, you ran last time, keep running. 
And in the back of the person's mind, I hope she would know that, uh, you know, you, you got to be a citizen to, 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 to run and win. And that's the question. Ruben, does a person need to be a citizen to run for Congress, even though they have no intention of winning? Do they have to be a citizen well, to run? Yes, you do. You have to be, according to Article uh, 1, Section 2, Clause 1. I, I believe I got that right. Uh, in the, that's in the Constitution. It, it falls under the qualifications uh, for uh, serving in the United States House of Representatives, qualification for running for Congress. And in that qualification, I think under the citizenship clause, uh, I think that's within the 14th Amendment. It deals with citizenship. You must be a citizen. I mean, no, you can't go to any other country and run as a non-citizen and hope and seek to win an election. That's not just. That's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen over here in America. Rick, I believe that, that, that we have a lot of uh, cleaning up because I honestly believe there's a lot of non-citizens serving in the Congress, a lot of non-citizens elected to the Congress, and maybe in other places. And this is why you have to the extreme the changing of the guard, the changing of our policies, the changing of our country right before our eyes, changing of our educational systems, and the changing of how we do business on a day-to-day -day basis. So, you know, it, 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 there, there, there are a lot of people from other places who went through the legal channel who did what was right. It's like they said when we were growing up, you go to school, get a good education, get you can come back, get a good job, get married, have a little white house with a, a fence and a little dog. That's the American dream. And when you have these, these extreme measurements, these extreme measures where you have people uh, promoting alleged fraud, uh, promoting alleged mishaps, misleading our country and taking our country into a, a different direction, the Constitution prohibits foreign interferences. It prohibits foreign influence. Anything that's not in the Constitution or not recognized by that sacred document is being a foreign uh, interference because it does not apply a rule of, uh, 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 to that particular situation. So we have to say as a party, as a Republican party, the defenders of the Constitution, we have to get to, I make up my mind uh, that enough is enough. My, my mission in life is to do what's right while I'm here. So when I stand before my God, my God can say, well done. So I don't care what they do to me. It's the, it's the generation that's coming behind me that's who I'm fighting for. And this is an instance where the generation that, I, that comes behind me will appreciate if we can bring this to you. So I'm, I'm asking Ms. Baldy, bring your, your paperwork, bring your nationalization paper, bring your citizenship paper, and let's put this to the end. Uh, we are under, we're supposed to be on the same team, although you started off the Democrat. When you ran the first time, went into being an independent, now you're a Republican. That's all right because we are a big tent, and we, we welcome change. We welcome new ideas and new and fresh ideas and fresh approaches. So let's, let's put this to bed, Ms. Baldy. Bring your document so we can move on and move forward and win in November. Okay, Mr. Rubin, I'm going to say this one little statement that you can close us out. But if Ms. Spaulding is not a citizen and the reason why she hasn't come forward to bring you the paperwork that you have been requesting for gosh i want to say a year maybe almost two years now i'm sorry not not one year but two years since you started that. oh yeah you're right um if she is not a citizen and not eligible to even run for congress isn't she in trouble 
Well, according to the law, she'll be in some serious trouble. I mean, you know, she's she's if she's not a citizen, she she could face all kinds of situations, bad situations. I I don't know the law. I'm not trying to be a lawyer, but from what I read, uh, it, it can lead to some serious some, some be be a, a real problem, and it's something that we have to deal with in the aftermath. And I'm quite sure there's a lot of people within the party who knows her better than I do, and who knows uh, you know all the different houses and places she has. Uh, from the reports that I have. And a lot of those reports and a lot of those places I've seen on different campaign uh, filings where she can use this address and she can use that address because her main address is in Wellington. But I don't, but you don't see that Wellington address. That's the big house. You don't see that address on any of the documents. You see the addresses that she has uh, because she's a real estate person. You see addresses that she has in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Hollandale, Hollywood, different places like that. So, you know, she she takes that uh, she takes that, that to heart. But Rick, to answer your question, she can be in some serious uh, trouble if she's not a if she's not a citizen. But that's that's not what I'm wishing. I'm hoping that uh, she can put that to bed, bring those documents forth. Uh, I rather she gave it to me voluntarily, instead of me asking for those documents in the subpoena. But I'm asking uh, because I am a for real committed. American first candidate, and I'm going to do everything I can to protect this country and to, to protect that constitution from being overthrown. And that's who I am, Rick. All right, Mr. Rubin, uh, go ahead and close us out, man. And I, like I said, um, uh, the, you know, any type of major legal trouble is not what you wanted to see, but the unintended consequences of things sometimes takes people to places they didn't want to be. They didn't want to end up in certain places because like, if you do this, you, you get this, but the unintended consequences says, if you do this, oops, I forgot about that. So close us out. Well, this is again, thank you, Rick. This is uh, Ruben Young coming to you live. I'm asking all the real Republicans to stand behind Governor Ron DeSantis. I'm asking every candidate who felt that they was in an election, both president and who felt that they was uh, treated indifferent, treated wrong. I want you to stop filing complaints. Uh, that complaint form with the uh, Secretary of State. We need to start documenting these uh, uh, items uh, of fraud so we can clean this election process up. But we now, uh, they're now turning their attention on the governor's race. These supervisors of elections out there, with the, some of them are out there putting together plans and putting together schemes to try to stop this country from moving forward. Uh, we need to uh, break the algorithm, and we need to do all that we can to weed the fake Republicans out and put the real Republicans in. So uh, please stand behind what these candidates are doing. We have several candidates, Darlene Swarbrick, Melissa Morris, and other candidates across this uh, across the state of Florida fighting, and they need your help. We need election integrity attorneys, and we need to begin now to, 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 to take contributions so we can fund these candidates and their efforts as they move through the courts. Again, thank you very much, Ruben. I mean, Rick, this is Ruben Young. Come to you live. Right, and Ruben's website is ry4c.net. That's ry, the number four, the letter C, dot net. Thanks, Ruben, and um, thanks for this update. Take care.